1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the fallout from another dramatic weekend continues. Celtic now find themselves 13 points adrift with just two wins in 12 after drawing with St Johnston. Rangers do their bit to pile on the pressure with a 4-0 win at Ross County. And Scotland are drawn with Denmark, Austria, Faroe Islands, Moldova and of course Israel in World Cup qualifying. I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Alex Ray. And Hugh Keevans The dream of 10 in a row Has turned into a nightmare For Celtic and their fans Rangers are cantering Celtic are faltering Tension is rising Celtic are now paying through the nose To police matches People aren't allowed to attend And I'll be laying down the law Alec Where that World Cup draw is concerned Two of my grandsons are part Danish But they'll get nothing for their Christmas Unless they support Scotland When the time comes Yeah it was a big weekend Gordon Rangers go top 13 points clear now Hibs humble Motherwell with a 3-0 win Hamilton beat Kelly to move up to 10th Livingston turnover Dundee United Saints draw with Aberdeen to sit bottom of the table And Celtic drop two important points at home again 0141-951-1025 What is on your mind tonight? It's a familiar theme developing here on a Monday evening Celtic fans, the same questions as last week Where did it go wrong yesterday? Where is it going wrong overall? Where does this leave your season? And where does it leave Neil Lennon? All of the above and more 01419511025 Give us a call right now And we'll try and make sense of it all We're on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Of course Rangers fans You'll be delighted What stood out for you yesterday And what about that World Cup draw Hugh Keevens We have had some brutal Brutal draws over the years Now I know we're sick fed up Of the sight of Israel And they'll be tricky They've been tricky in the past But, But can we get a little bit optimistic About the fact that our big hitters Our top two teams which could have come out with any of the, the, the top sides in Europe. We've got Denmark and Austria. Is that, is that a relatively generous-looking group? We're, we're on the crest of a wave of optimism because we qualified for Euro 2020, so we'll carry that into March when these ties begin. But on the face of it, Gordon, you would have to say, I mean, Israel will bore us to death because we're fed up looking at them. We'll now have played them seven times in three years, for goodness sake. Uh, but Denmark, Austria... Israel, the Pharaohs and Moldova Yeah, from this distance It looks okay I mean Alex, for Israel to be your pot four team That's not ideal However, for Denmark and Austria to be your top two And then even for the Faroe Islands to come out um, As your pot five team There's enough there that we can get a little bit Excited excited about Yeah, without doubt Just a little bit Yeah, when you look at the the top two pots Gordon, there's some real spicy ties That potentially could have come out But for me, this is, as I said It's very favourable It's... it's, uh, Doable and with a good feel factor that Hugh talks about, you know, most certainly can get through that group. And I mean, we'll win the Euros midway through that group anyway, and then the confidence will kick in all the rest of it. So, uh, right, we'll maybe get to that a bit later on. If you've any thoughts, you know where we are 01419511025. But Hugh, it is yet another day where it is so, so easy to know where to start, and it's it's with Celtic. I would like to to pose original questions to you. uh, Alex Ray quite rightly reminds me that I haven't got your results of the weekend and, yeah, and all yeah, the rest yeah. of it But I'll get them in just a second because sure. I feel like this is clearly what's on everyone's mind I would like to pose original questions to you but, but we're, we're right back where we were last week yeah. Where does this leave 
Celtic season Where does it leave Neil Lennon Where is it going wrong All of the above For me the draw with St Johnston yesterday Meant that the the idea of 10 in a row died Uh, I do not think that Celtic 13 points adrift of Rangers And in horrendous form Two wins out of 12 games I do not think that they're able to turn this around And you have to pay compliment to Rangers At the same time Because Three goals lost all season long Um, 14 wins out of 16 league matches They are simply motoring And Celtic are in distress The fans are certainly in distress For me, purely personal point of view I think that yesterday officially confirmed That Celtic would win 10 in a row yeah, I think it was a big weekend for Rangers You know, they put the pressure on we, we, we speak about this time after time The team that plays first Just applies that little bit of pressure But, you know, the way the Celtic's playing at the moment Two wins in 12 I'm res- I'm actually surprised that, you know, Celtic uh, board hasn't made a move There's, uh, you know, a big discontent amongst the Celtic fans as well Towards the board And, you know, uh, the longer this goes on The bigger the issue becomes Because everyone knows that 10 in a row is so Can the holy grail for the Celtic fans There seems to be a school of thought That perhaps Celtic are letting Neil Lennon Stay in place until the cup final On 20th December against Hearts Last season's Scottish Cup competition Coming to a close uh, Which of course if Celtic win the cup final Would mean that they've got the quadruple treble Uh However, the simple question I would pose is a league game in between against Kilmarnock. Will that be any better than the Ross County game in the Betfred Cup at Celtic Park? Will it be any better than St. Johnson at Celtic Park? Uh, and what if you don't win the Cup? So for me, if that's the strategy, and no one has confirmed that's the strategy, but if it is the strategy... It's a dangerous one Celtic fans How are you feeling tonight? Get in touch Let us know What's on your mind 01419511025 Quickly then Hugh Your result of the weekend I'm going for uh, Hamilton Ackies Beating Kilmarnock 1-0 First home win Of the season For the Ackies Lifted them up to 10th place on the table The old fight goes on On an annual basis For Brian Rice I'm going to go for St Johnson Taking a point You know I thought Celtic at fortunate With the goal as well For the equaliser And they put in a spirited uh, Display at Parkhead yeah, Very well organised yeah. um, What about your goal Of the weekend Well I'm going for Kamar Roof Ding uh, Wall Just for the creation And the execution Of the goal Terrific pass From Stephen Davis Who sees all the pictures In his head And a terrific assist From James Tavernier Well finished off By Kamar Roof yeah, I'm going to go for uh, Scott Pittman Second goal for Livingston Gordon Runs for the halfway line Drills one in for 20 yards through the defender's legs And ultimately gets the three points for Livy Right, your chance to get the baseball bat out Who's the howler? Who uh, are... For the second week in a row For gross inefficiency I'm giving it to Celtic Seven of the players who played yesterday Against St Johnston Were in the Celtic team who On the first day of last season Beat St Johnston 7-0 at Celtic Park What happened? I'm going to go for Bobby Madden uh, The the second yellow on Lewis Ferguson For me Abika catches you with his arm Before he actually grapples with him So I think that's one that Bobby missed And unfortunately they can't uh, appeal it now Because you can't appeal two yellow cards Okay 0141 951 1025 The phone lines are red hot already We're here until 8 o'clock I've had quite a few of you And I can't possibly understand why Asking for the show to be extended Until 10 o'clock and midnight And all the rest of it But Hugh Keevans has got his Horlicks to get So we, we better crack on We'll be here until 8 o'clock 01419511025 Let's start with Frank I think Frank was first through uh, Frank is in Kilmarnock How's it going Frank? 
Evening, Gordon. Um, evening, Alec and you. Almost feel as if I speak to you guys every Monday night after another Celtic Horror show. But um, you remember last week I used the word um, clueless. Um, Celtic, in the space of a week, um, <clears throat> have gone from clueless to absolutely shambolic. And I think they're losing all credibility. Another thing they're doing is those genuine, probably reasonable-headed fans like myself that are now becoming angry with a lack of change um, in direction from our board. Um, I was talking to producer there saying the time is now gone for going short term um, because there's no point in pulling in somebody like a Strachan or a, a Martin O'Neill to try and rescue um, Tenderoke because that, that's gone now. And um, <clears throat> I'm one of the level-headed fans that can say Rangers have won this league and they've won it through merit. Um Granted, nothing's won in December, but all 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 avenues are pointing to Rangers winning the league, and well done to them because they've done well. Uh, Celtic went in the opposite direction, and it became a bit of a shambles. And what I was saying to producer there, this is now about a rebuilding job because Celtic have got major rebuilding to do, so it's no longer a short term fix. This is about getting out and getting somebody of the. The Eddie Howes or a Marco Silver, etc. I can go on and on about names, but that's where Hughes talking about this golden nugget that potentially Dermot Desmond could pull out the hat. Celtic now need to go down that route because the rebuilding job's massive. You look at the squad, Scott Bowen will be effectively close to retirement. You'll have El Yunusi, Laxalt come back probably their parent clubs. You'll have big players like Edward, Ayer, potentially even Christie. Um, wanting their way out the club, um, you'll know, have a goalkeeping situation which is a crisis. So it's Celtic have regressed four, five, six years in the space of eighteen months, and to me that all falls in Neil Lennon's head. The word that jumped out at me from what you were saying, Frank, was anger or angry. You know, you said you're you're angry. Is that is that the overriding emotion now? Um, I am because it's, it's sheer ignorance guys went, went and Hughes a long standing respected journalist when have you ever seen a Celtic or a Rangers manager and I'm talking about the dark days of for Rangers fans Kashinia and for Celtic fans the Mowbray years or John Barnes I have never witnessed an old firm manager go two wins in 12 <clears throat> and still keep his job and be backed by a board particularly when the other team at the other side of Glasgow are getting better week in, week out. And, and look, I'm, I'm honest enough to say it, Rangers just now are like a juggernaut machine. They look unbeatable. And that's all respect and credit to Gerard and what Rangers are doing. Celtic are going backwards at an alarming rate of knots. I can't dispute a single word that Frank says in particular with regard to the rebuilding job that uh, will be necessary. Uh, players will go back to parent clubs, including Shane Duffy at Brighton. Uh, others will be uh, allowed to go. And Celtic will try, I'm sure, to get money for Odds and Edward very soon. Uh, but what we don't know, Frank, and what history tells me about Celtic in this position, in the past, in the last 20 years, when... Dermot Desmond wants to He makes the grand gesture He brought in Martin O'Neill On uh, Tremendous money for players Over £20 million was spent And so Celtic went on their way And even made it to a European final When Ronnie Dyla had run his course 
Dermot Desmond made the dramatic gesture He got Brendan Rodgers He paid him exceptional money by Scottish standards And Celtic went off on a history-making run I'm waiting now to find out Dermot Desmond's response To what's happening at Rangers Because Dermot Desmond from a distance Must be able to see What is going on at Rangers And the way that this season's title Has gone for me is he going to make another dramatic gesture because it's his response to make? I think when you listen to Frank, he makes some very good points, Gordon. The one thing that he says, they're going back at a lambing rate. I said recently that they're regressing throughout their ranks. And I'm, I'm watching Neil Lennon uh, on a weekly basis now and he is regurgitating the, the, the same stuff, Gordon. You know, we have to do better. We have to be more spirited. We need the mentality. We have to change the the culture. You know, it's just time after time. At some point, the board have to go. We have to relieve this guy and try and get somewhere else. And flat. You know, we lacked speed. We were tentative, and you know, playing far too slowly. Again, we tried to change it at half time. Get a bit more sort of urgency in our play, and that's what's missing. There's a lack of urgency, lack of penetration. Not working the goalkeeper enough. With good chances, probably need one of them to fall at the minute to go in. You know, Roger Herrer, Odson's in, Julian Herrer. But we're not creating enough chances, clear cut chances at the minute, and it's all a bit like pedestrian from our leg. Well, way too pedestrian from our leg. And there's a a lack of verve. We need more personality, more flair, more excitement in the team. And maybe sometimes you get that generating from the atmosphere, but we haven't got that at the minute. So we, we look at Thursday where they started the game brilliantly. They've got that in them, but at the minute, domestically, we're not playing anywhere near as well as we can. It's usually concerned that we can't keep a clean sheet. You know, we're very comfortable in, in the game. And we've switched off again from, you know, we dealt with a long throw, you know, and then we, we rush out and let people run in behind us and it's not good enough. And it's not good enough in the final third, you know, and we're taking far too long to work the fences. We're playing everything in front and it's just not like us at all. Well, I don't want to be critical of the players. We need a spark. We need to find that fluency and we're not getting that at the minute. Thank you to Frank and Kilmarnock for kicking us off. Frank said he was an angry Celtic fan. Stevie in Strathblane, how would you sum up how you're feeling tonight? First of all, I hope you're all keeping well. Second of all, that was a brilliant phone call by Frank. I agree with every single word he said. Uh, he's speaking for a majority of Celtic fans. My thoughts are really about Neil Lennon. Now, to state the obvious, every Celtic fan alive wants nothing more than Neil Lennon to stand with that trophy 10 in a row at the end of the season, especially in light of all the Abuse and personal trouble the guys had, you know, through his Celtic career. And there's a lot of sympathy for him because of those circumstances. Probably maybe riding on that a wee bit. But now he's in real danger of losing that respect of the Celtic fans, his legacy, if you like, because he's not doing the honourable thing where he should really walk now because he can't turn this around. And it smacks of. He knows that he's not going to get another job as good as that. It's going to be another maybe John Barnes situation. And it's coming across as ridiculously arrogant, disrespectful, delusional and selfish. He actually has a worse record now than John Barnes and Tony Mowbray. And if he had any decency, he would put his hands up and say, I've tried for two months. I've tried different formations. I've tried different personnel. I don't know what today Give somebody else the reins At the end of the day Neil Lennon has employers And uh, those employers Are the guardians of the club 
And uh, they must be aware I mean they only have to look out the window last night To see the team bus leaving Celtic Park Being pursued by fans And police protecting the bus Now that is awful behaviour And I condemn it without reservation However The directors only have to look out Or Peter Lawwell the chief executive Only has to look out the window To see a heavy police presence Before the game starts He must surely understand That things have reached a sorry state uh, And why Why there has been You're no decision as Yeah as but a, first of all Let me let me finish Stevie First of all they, they have it in their power To remove Neil Lennon from the job I I agree with you I thought that on the night That uh, Sparta Prague scored their fourth goal At Celtic Park I'm not talking about the four In the Czech Republic On the night they scored their fourth goal At Celtic Park And didn't even have a full strength team I thought then that night a change might have been made But it hasn't And things are now going from bad to worse But Neil Lennon's in a job His employers should be the ones to decide when his time is up Yeah, I totally agree But I don't think they're going to do it Because, and I'll tell you why Because I don't think they've got a plan B I think the plan B is John Kennedy I don't think they're going to spend the money And I've, I know Peter Lawwell's going to trot out every excuse about COVID and finances and everything. And the Celtic fans have backed this team. They bought 60,000 season tickets and no being a game. They took every Celtic shirt off the shelf, the lot. And this is what we're watching. And the heat, some, you know, a CEO, in fact, a CEO, he's been in there for 20 years. I don't know any other company that's had a CEO for 20 years. Shelf life, a CEO is about maybe five or seven years. He's been there too long. He's become institutionalised. It's almost like a pals act. Stevie, in business, Hugh, you've got to be ruthless. Yeah, but he's also been there overseeing nine in a row. Yeah. Stevie, Stevie, you, you, you mentioned uh, Peter Lowell there. You know, you obviously gets paid very handsomely. You just get a good bonus as well into the mix. And you're saying there's not a plan B. Surely a chief executive would have a list of managers and re, uh, kind of rethinking that constantly, you know, kind of, Trying to get guys are out of work, right? Okay, he comes under our radar. Does he come under the pricing? Does he come under our model? Surely he's got a, a list of people there that they could replace Neil Lennon with. How bad does it have to get before you make a decision? That's about the League Cup. Ken and Rose gone, absolutely humiliated in Europe. There's been at least six or seven occasions in the last month when you've thought, oh no. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to do something. Something's got to change here. Or they can't put up with us. This has been on too long. And you keep waiting for that spark, as Neil Lennon's talking about, that sort of moment where you think, right, that's us. We've found our groove again. We're kind of getting back to normal. I can see an improvement in performances. And you know what? We haven't seen that. Haven't seen any of that. Stevie, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. That was Stevie in Strathblane. Good time to get your call in. 0141-951-1025. We could be speaking to you next. The headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 0141-951-1025 in the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter Paul tweeted us in he says the Celtic board are now literally trolling the Celtic support currently we're paying an average of £600 for watching substandard football on the box. Putting up fences around the ground, except around the superstore, sums it up. We need change. Uh, let's go straight back on the lines and we will bring in Ian, who is a Celtic fan calling in from Aberdeen this evening. Ian, how would you sum up how you're feeling tonight? I'm absolutely sick 
The way the Celtic board have treated the Celtic fans over the last three, four months. I'm going to say something. First of all, congratulate Rangers for winning the league and winning the league before Christmas. But I'll start by saying, I've been a season ticket holder at Celtic Park since the, well, the first season. I had my season ticket. It was 94, 95 when we moved into Hamden Park before Celtic Park was done up. I've had my seat in the North Stand now for 25 years. I've got, and then I rent out another five seats. I'll give Celtic uh, supporters interest-free loans so they can go to the FIBA. But because of the way the, the Celtic board have treated the Celtic fans with no doing their job, no doing the job that they're paid to do, when it comes to the renewals in the summer, I've got no option about stopping that money, cutting that money off and ending it. Now, my Celtic pools, I pay a fiver a week in the Celtic pools, but I don't, I don't pay weekly, I pay yearly, I pay £260. That's coming up for renewal in December. And because of the way the Celtic board have treated the Celtic fans by not doing their job again, I'm cutting that money off. They've pushed me in a corner that I can't do anything about. The, the Celtic board will pay the price for us next summer when the season ticket renewals come out because all the top-tier stand at Celtic Park will be closed down because the Celtic fans will show their disgust at the Celtic board by no handing over their money when it comes to season ticket renewals. Was so, there one Was there one final straw for you, Ian? I'd imagine this type of thing. I mean, you sound pretty upset about it. This this builds up. What, what was the, the final straw for you? Just the score yesterday. Just... Just the, the final stop for me is Neil Lennon after every game and get interviewed. It's just same old, same old garbage comes out of his mouth every time. Oh, there's certain parts of the play was good and all the rest of it. If he'd a shred of decency in his body whatsoever, Neil Lennon would have resigned from his position weeks ago, even a couple of months ago. Uh, that's the that's the, that's the truth. I'll, I'll, I'll tell the truth as I see it. You must I mean, think he's, he's, a, he's a disgrace. The Glasgow Celtic and the Celtic board are the disgrace to the Celtic supporters. Well, Ian's story is one that will be repeated the length and breadth of the country. We had a great caller two or three weeks ago who said if they don't get ten in a row next season, there'll be flags over the seats where people used to sit. Now, Ian in Aberdeen is telling you that will be the case where he, where he and his family are concerned, and that's why I say Dermot Desmond is far, far from a stupid man. Uh, Likewise, Peter Lawwell. They must know what's coming along. Um, and they must have a strategy. Uh, Dermot Desmond must have something in mind. Peter Lawwell must have something in mind because Ian is advertising what other Celtic supporters will be doing. They will not attend. It's a form of civil disobedience, if you like. The club let the supporters down. The supporters then say, right, we just won't come back to your club. This will happen And that's why I say I'm waiting for a dramatic response From Dermot Desmond and Peter Lawwell To compensate for desperate times It goes without saying Ian It's your money You can do what you want with it But is this not part of the, the challenge The roller coaster of, of being a football fan that, that you have to back your team When things aren't going well And it can't all be about the good times like I say, I've had my season ticket for 25 years. And what I would say is, if they changed the manager maybe four weeks ago, we had a small chance that we could still get the league this year. 
But because the board have been dragging their heels and they're doing their job they're paid to do and keeping Lennon on, there's no way we're going to get 10 in a row. 10 in a row is the most important thing in life for most Celtic fans. And the bitterness come back to the Celtic board for not doing their job but getting rid of them. How, how the hell Neil Lennon still got, a man, got the manager jobs after yesterday is beyond me. Yeah, I've never seen the likes before. I, Ian, I don't Ian, think we'll ever see the likes again. Ian, that comes down to the board, surely. Now, you, you've mentioned uh, Neil Lennon there, and I actually thought what you said was disrespectful, calling him a disgrace. You know, it's a guy that's delivered so much for the club, and I understand your frustration. For me, it should be directed at the board. They are actually witnesses. We've had callers on this programme saying, that they will not renew their season tickets. Uh, you have mentioned the pools there as well. That's a new one to us, but people have mentioned merchandise also. Um, and I understand the frustration. For me, it's time to make a change as well because you're absolutely right in the, the sense that he continuously repeats himself. There's no spark. There's lack of this. There's lack of intensity. There's lack of uh, penetration. We're getting all the same buzzwords, but the results are not improving. There doesn't show any sign of improvement. What, is, what staggers me, Frank first, Stevie second, Ian third tonight on the programme, all saying that, yep, Rangers have won the league. Celtic are five games short of the halfway stage in the league. Five games short of halfway, and the support have given up on it. Uh, and why there has been no attempt to redress what has been going on is what mystifies the fans. There's definitely a lack of confidence there. Uh, lack of confidence in themselves as individuals. And, you know, I think there's a lack of confidence in each other. And we need to get that back because it's there. You know, they can play. And they, they proved that last year. But this season, it's been, you know, it's been a struggle for them. And whether it's a, you know, lack of attitude or a lack of desire, there's bits and pieces that I see now and again that I can't really change overnight. Um, but I want to. But um, you know, for, as far as the season goes, we're making it very, very difficult for ourselves to get back into it. I don't think so, and I don't want it to change either. You know, I want to keep working. I've got good people behind me. Um, we just need to get the players back to the levels that they're at. We need to look at maybe look at the the training. Do we look at our routines? Do we look at our setups? All these things we've analysed them to death. You know, so the players, you know, have to look at themselves as well and go, we are better than this. You know, we need to find a solution to this as quickly as possible. But it's too tentative. Our players too tentative. Too many passes to get the ball forward, and not enough quality on the final ball. Ian, here's a tweet from Mr M that I'll direct to you. I think it's essentially for you. He says, "Listening to Celtic fans saying they won't renew season tickets, they're going for twelve trophies in a row. Lost a one game in the league this season. Fans have been happy to lap up the good times, but when the bad times come, they aren't going to renew." What would you say to that? What I would say about this. This is not just about the league matches. This is about the shambolic performances in Europe. First of all, we were playing to get in the Champions League. A lot of Celtic fans, oh, we're out of the Champions League. That's, that's a brilliant, that can only be a bonus. So we're now into the Europa League. And when they got knocked out of the Europa League, oh, that's a bonus as well. We can concentrate on the league. Now they're knocked out of the, the league. The, it's the same thing, same the, the, the League Cup as well. That was a great thing, but, oh, but they, a lot of Celtic fans try to turn into a positive, oh, we're knocked out of the League, we can, we're knocked out of the League Cup, we can concentrate in the League. I'm, I'm not having it. I mean, with a small chance of getting 10 in a row if I had to change a manager, but because Peter Wall and Dermot Desmond choosing not to do it, they'll pay for the price for us. And I'll finish off with one, 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 one thing I can say towards the Celtic board after this. Let them reap what they sow. 
Strong message from Ian in Aberdeen 0141 A bit closer to home Martin is in Clyde Bank uh, Are you as angry as Ian was Martin Or are you a bit more uh, calm about things? No, to be honest I think I stopped being angry uh, After the spot of Prague game I just thought it became laughable um, I'm of the thinking Personally, I want, I've wanted Lennon out for a while I think the Ferran Vakos result was bad enough However, we've just we've not moved on to last season. Last season, yeah, we were great. Beat Lazio home and away. It was rosy, but Neil Lennon he's not progressed the team forward in any way, shape, or form. We're just going backwards, and I can't I can't see how it's going to get any better. Is that the bit that reflects on Neil Lennon, Hugh? This idea of regression in some people's minds, because when it comes to recruitment, and my goodness, we've been over it. Oh. Barkas, Duffy, Ayeti, Klamala, Turnbull, etc. There's a bit of mystery there How much of that's Neil Lennon How much of it's Nicky Hammond How much of it's Peter Lowell And yeah. so on But you mentioned that stat Seven of the players Who drew with St Johnson yesterday uh-huh. Started the game When they beat St Johnson 7-0 On the opening day Of the last league campaign In football At any club At any level If a group of players Are perceived to be regressing The way these ones are uh-huh. That tends to re- That tends to reflect On the manager The manager is not getting Anything out of the players You only have to look at the performances Ross County and the one against St Johnson yesterday uh, Fans are right to bring up Europe Because the stature of the club is being diminished at European level Losing eight goals to Sparta Prague is farcical Going out of the Champions League to Ferenc Varos uh, Finishing bottom of their Champions League uh, Europa League group I mean Thursday night another night of torture and prospect against Lille uh, so the stature of the club at that level is being diminished And if the players are not responding to the manager And the manager can't get anything out of the players Then you have reached an impasse It's going nowhere Therefore, if it's going nowhere You have to redirect where you're going Alex, we keep waiting on Even the law of averages catching up with yeah. Celtic at the moment Because yesterday you're thinking... Normal circumstances, a home game against St Johnson. My goodness, it's it's, it's not a, it's not quite a banker, but it's it's almost. And it, even if you consider Celtic's run, you think, well, they're bound to get over the line at some point. You know, they're bound to yeah. do it today, even if even if they scrape by. But it, it is the disappointments for these fans are relentless at the moment. Yeah, without doubt. And I think when you look back at the couple of last games, you know, Ross County, they thought it'd be a formality on the disappointment of uh, Sparta Prague, and then obviously dropping points in the league yesterday. In I feel as if we're going round in circles with Neil Lennon um, because of we are hearing sound bites, you know, and and, and he, he talks about changing the culture, and then he, he he kind of goes on about lacking speed, lacking penetration, lacking verb, lacking confidence, lacking attitude, lacking desire, lacking a spark, and you're changing the culture. At what point do you actually do that when you only get two wins? In the last 12 it's, I can't see it happening Anytime soon I mean Martin Previous callers tonight They were talking about Not renewing season tickets Won't put any more money Into the club And and then other fans Are sort of hitting back And saying that That's not the point Of being a fan You can't just back the team When things are going well What What's your take on On where Celtic go from here? Well Obviously I'm amongst the feeling That I suppose a lot of other Celtic fans We need to move on The manager has to change We all know that but it seems as if there seems to be something wrong with the club a minute. I mean, you've touched on the recruitment and that as well. There just seems to be something not right. But fans not wanting to back the team. I mean, that's just ridiculous. We get behind the team, win, lose or draw. Do you know what I mean? We sing about it every week, for goodness sake. 
But as well, I think as well, there seems to be a culture within Celtic fans at the minute, and mostly the younger fans as well. We seem to have, I would say, it touches on more than arrogance, almost blind ignorance, thinking that other teams should just roll over and let us win ten in a row. And I just, I think it's madness to think that we should just turn up and win games, and everybody thinks, oh, well, we don't need to change the manager, we don't need to. Because we're Celtic, we'll win, but obviously we're not. And I think fundamentally there is something wrong with the club at the minute. Hugh, as things stand, though, I assume, given that it's 20 to 7 on Monday evening, Neil Lennon's job hasn't been affected by yesterday, or not, no. not immediately. No. Does that, does that surprise you, or, or has that now come and gone? Are we now meant to accept that he's here for the foreseeable, regardless of these results? Well, again, I'll take you back. When Sparta Prague Reserves scored their fourth goal at Celtic Park, I thought it must be tonight. Uh, and then there was a draw against Hibs, which was severely damaging in terms of the, the title. I thought it might happen then. Um, and on and on it goes. Ross County, you think, well, that, that must be it. And yesterday, you think, well, that must be it. As I say, the club, there's a civil war going on right now. There are barricades outside Celtic Park. There's a police presence when they play matches which people cannot attend. How low can you let this go before you do something about it? Good question. Thank you to Martin and Clyde Bank. Plenty more to come on the phone lines next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Busy night on the phones Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here It's 01419511025 If you want to join the party uh, I'm not sure party is the right word It's got a bit of a doom and gloom feel From the Celtic fans so far Anyone else got some more optimistic outlooks? Anyone out there think it can be rescued from here? I always like to hear a bit of balance So let's do that on the phones or on Twitter um, Well Franny boys, pretty pretty. Um, Defiant on Twitter He says Give up nothing Till it's impossible Our history is littered By winning titles From the jaws Of defeat I can't believe My fellow fans uh, Are so defeatist Uh, Scott Liddell says Celtic supporters Faithful through and through What a lot of rubbish Judging by tonight's callers We're having a bad season I remember the 90s When we were much poorer And Paul says A few years back After a bad run Brendan Rodgers Responded with a thrashing Of St Johnson That showed a group of players Playing for the manager no such thing is happening Players aren't playing for Neil Lennon It's simply delaying the inevitable Let's bring in John Who is on the line John Same question really to you How would you sum up how you're feeling tonight? Terrible Absolutely terrible I thought I was going to, going to, going to go up and go to Santa Ponsa for 10 in a row uh, In the summer But that's not going to happen now All the boys in the club going for 10 in a row But as I see We've got a statement for the park here today From the directors Saying uh, they're going to bank Neil, I would like to follow that statement up and see give us a reason why he thinks he can t- they, they, he can turn it round. As Neil keeps saying, he's turning it round. I'll give you four or five reasons he's not turning it round. He's out the European Cup, he's out the Europa Cup, he's out the Betfred Cup, and yesterday he's out the league. Now up and out, of course, Neil's cost the directors. The directors at Parky like a lot of money. They like their dividends. He's cost them up about thirty million pound up and now. And see next season, I'm one of them. I'll not be out. 50, 50 years I've been following Celtic. I've got four season tickets. I ain't paying another penny to Parky to, to, to watch it on the tail. I can't even get it on the tail of this pass. Yeah, I'm very disappointed. As I say, he's costing them a lot of money and it'll cost them a lot of money next season because they'll be, they'll be playing at uh, 
uh, half, half at park Hugh there's nothing worse When you need to cancel The big holiday to Santa Ponza That's when you know Things are getting bad I know people at Celtic Will be listening to this programme And I don't think that they, uh, Peter Lobel needs to be told He's got family Who are all Celtic supporters So he doesn't need to be told What the, the mood in the camp Is like A club Of Celtic size With the fan base That they have Season ticket buying fan base Who bought every season ticket Available this season When they knew They couldn't get inside Celtic Park To watch a game You have to protect That fan base uh, For the club's financial health So Celtic must be aware Of the way John and everyone else is feeling And these people tend not to mince their words If they say they're not renewing They do not renew That's why I keep going back to the point John and other Celtic supporters have to see a sign of recovery And it has to be a dramatic sign of recovery Over to you, uh, Peter Lobel and Dermot Desmond John, when you strike up that emotional connection with a football club though Is, is it not about backing them in the bad times as well as the good? I've done it for, I've done it for 50 years mate I went to Hamden through Rangers first nine in a row the clouds were going up. Dude, the Celtic fans are sick. We get rid of the kites and the uh, Kellys and the lights afloat and we'll get rid of that board and it keeps going. We're not going to any more yet. We're not going to any more in their nonsense. That's what we're getting off them. It's deafening. And the Celtic fans are getting right sick of it, man. They just can't take much merit. There's 55,000 guys there paid 500 pounds, 17,000 on a waiting list if they drop out this season. The, bike, the, the Celtic fans have backed them to the hill this season With the day-day As I keep saying They just put a gun to their heat this season Yeah, George's quite right In 1994 Fergus McCann and myself Were thrown out of Celtic Park By order of the, ah, the dead involved. board uh, And we did the, the Okay, are we, are we seriously there? I mean, bearing in mind What Celtic have won up until this point Not even lost anything yet Albeit people think the league's over can't be as bad as that No I'm just telling you What militancy can do uh, In 1994 The supporters Changed the direction Of the club Now I don't believe For a moment That there's Anyone out there Who wants to challenge Dermot Desmond As principal shareholder But John is Pointing out to you That supporters When they decide To react En masse It can be damaging To the club And tonight Dermot Desmond and Peter Lowell are being told that unless something dramatic happens, the fans are ready, some of them are ready to withdraw their support. John, you might get the holiday yet. Don't lose faith just yet. That was John and Greenock. Let's bring in Mary in Cardonald. Uh, Mary, have you got a bit more of an optimistic outlook for us? No, what I'm on to say is I've been listening to the last couple of callers and they're calling for the board, they're calling for that. Now, we, we sing a song one league, one league or draw We're behind the team I've got three season tickets In the North Stand And the, the guy before you And the guy two before us And I'm in the North Stand So could you do me a favour Could you ask them To phone in and give me Their phone numbers Could I buy their season tickets I've got family That's looking for tickets So all of a sudden The club's not doing well So nobody wants anything To do with Neil Lennon They're telling the board this this is all happened because you had those jobs up there last week um, throwing um, bricks at the bus. You see if that wouldn't have happened last week and it didn't happen last night? You wouldn't have had all this. It's just because it's all to do with um, looking after the club. No, we, we, we're, no, we're no backing them in. We're no paying their tickets. I'll tell you, see, next season, 
the first game of the season, you'll still, you'll still not be able to get into Parkhead because it'll be busting at the seams. These are just guys, it's just thinking that you've got to win everything. Yeah, we wanted to do 10 in a row. We've got 25 games to go, and it doesn't matter about being at the league or anything, or at the European anything. You'll, we've got 25 games ahead of us, and I'm sure that we can still do it. Well, the, the problem is, Mary, the club are not responding, and the supporters are not responding to... Uh, people outside the ground throwing things at the bus. The, the the fans are angry because the team is very poor. It's now two wins in 12 games. Celtic prided themselves on their European reputation at one stage. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, ten in a row has all but faded from view and the fans are concerned that there is nothing being done to address the fact that the team on the park is so poor. Yeah, I think when Mary makes a point and said there's still 24 games to go, I think a lot of people have lost on that. Would you say five games to the halfway stage? Uh-huh. So there's still a lot of football to be played. My biggest concern is what I'm actually witnessing and the level of performance you're getting off the team at the moment. There doesn't seem to be any shoots of the team springing in the right direction. And, uh, you know, I get it. I think well, it depends. In the 24 games, the performances they put in there as well, Hugh, you know what I mean? If, oh. it, if, it, if it runs away with it, Rangers... Then people will go into that new season really kind of disillusioned. Uh, Mary, what, what apart from the fact that there are a large number of games left, what in particular makes you think that, that this can be turned around? Because I don't think for a minute that Celtic, the Celtic players, will let this happen. I know they must be trying. They're not coming out in the park and no, no trying. It's just not there just now. I'm sure they're in that dressing room and they want to commit. Because see, I'm Celtic. See when something be done, they do it. I know they've been through a bad phase. I'm 61. I've had a season ticket till I was um, six months old. My my daughter had hers for three months old. Um, I know the good and the bad times. And I know what it's like, like European um, games in Parkhead when the lights and everything are all going. That'll come back. The glory will come back. So see these fans that's phoning up saying they're not going to put any money in, more money into Celtic. They're no Celtic fans. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Good to hear both sides of the debate. Thank you very much to Mary in Cardonald. What a second hour we've got lined up because we might get on to other things. We might hear from Stephen Gerrard. We might talk about that World Cup draw for Scotland. And what about this, Hugh Keevens? Surely between now and eight o'clock. We're going to find out who won that holiday to oh, Barbados. A fiver to go to over Barbados. the weekend. Oh, a fiver. I'm waiting for the call. To cash for kids <laughs> in the second hour, we are going to call the winner of the holiday to Barbados. But before we do anything else, let's play Beat the Pundit 0141 951 1025. Phone us right now if you want to take on Hugh Keevens or Alex Ray and try to win yourself a signed ball. Lines close at seven. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here You can give us a call on the usual number Or you can tweet at Clyde SSB uh, Lots of uh, conspiracy theories out there on Twitter Hugh, they think I, cu- I cut poor Mary off I didn't mean it, I just pressed the button too early I thought she was finished There's nothing sinister Mary Mary did not step out of line I think Mary made her point And everyone got Mary's point And yeah. Mary was the first Caller in defence of the board In defence of Neil Lennon She made her point I got a bit trigger happy That's all it was I was a bit excited about what's to come this hour Not only beat the pundit But 
We are going to try and get in touch with the winner of that Barbados oh. holiday that we were giving away over the weekend. Incredible. Let's do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the slash football. Keep the calls coming though I'm sure there will be Plenty more reaction To Celtic's situation At the moment Rangers fans If you actually want to talk about The football And the victory yesterday And Steven Gerrard And that incident Involving um, Michael Gardine And Alfredo Morelos Then all of the above Is on the menu As well as What about our qualifying draw For the World Cup Denmark Austria Scotland Israel Faroe Islands And Moldova What did you make of that Let's play Beat the Pundit first Though Kieran Is in East Bride Tonight How's it going Kieran? I'm good, thanks. Yourself? All good here, Kieran. I can see what you're thinking here. You're a Celtic fan. It's not going good at the moment, but you'll cheer yourself up by embarrassing Hugh Keevans or Alex Ray at Beat the Pundit. That sound good? I'm not I'm not holding out much hope, to be honest. Right. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Heads, you are up against <laughs> uh, Hugh Keevans and tails, it'll be Alex Ray. Someone will need to give me a coin first because I don't know what I've done with it. I've dropped it uh, somewhere. Producer Andy's on the case. There's one above your head, Producer Andy. Come on. Act quick. Here we go. Right. Always keep one blue tacked in there, you see, just for these emergencies. Heads, it's Hugh Tails, it's Alex. And it is Heads, it's Hugh Keevans, up against Kieran from East Kilbride. So I'll give Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to. Maybe get him some Christmas tunes or the Hollies, whatever he's into. Uh, 30 seconds going on the clock, Kieran. You're head to head with Hugh and you can pass. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. 30 seconds starts now. How many points separate Rangers and Celtic in the league? 13. What is the name of Dundee's home ground? Which Englishman scored Celtic's winner In the 2005 Scottish Cup final Against Dundee United Pass What club does Ian McCall currently manage Yeah United Which Scottish club played at Cathkin Park In Glasgow's south side until 1967 Pass uh, Which Premiership keeper has the most clean sheets In the league so far uh, Alan McGregor uh, let's bring back Hugh Keevans uh, Hugh can you hear us? I can Okay same set of questions to you 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now How many points separate Rangers and Celtic in the Premiership? Uh, 13 What is the name of Dundee's home ground? Dens Park Which Englishman scored Celtic's winning goal in the 2005 Scottish Cup final against Dundee United? Pass which club does Ian McCall currently manage? Hartwick Thistle. Which Scottish club played at Cathkin Park in Glasgow's South Side until 1967? Which Premiership keeper has the most clean sheets in the league so far? Alan McGregor. Uh, what was the final score of St Mirren's match against Aberdeen on Saturday? 1 1. Kieran, what's the post match verdict? I think he's done me, to be honest, but I didn't think I did that bad in general, so. Right, okay, let's find out how many points separate Rangers and Celtic It's 13, sorry to remind you uh, Kieran, you knew that You also knew that Dens Park was the home of Dundee uh, So well done to you both, to all I'm disappointed in you both Not angry, just disappointed mm-hmm. Which Englishman scored Celtic's winning goal In the 2005 Scottish Cup final against Dundee United See, even if you don't know it Just name an Englishman You don't need to pass a question like that It was, was it? Alan Thompson oh. Um... You sound like quite a, quite a young contestant, Kieran. Two thousand and five is that is that going back a bit for you? Uh, I was I was going to guess Chris Sutton to be honest. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have gone. Right, okay. Uh, you are you're a bit. You've got your your time frame wrong. Air, Air United was Ian McCall's previous club. It's now Partick Thistle. That allows Hugh to take the lead. 
Um, Hugh remembers 1967 He celebrated his 50th that year <laughs> So third Lanark He's got the advantage of you there 4-2 to Hugh um, Which Premiership keeper Has the most clean sheets In the league so far? Both of you went Alan McGregor Marciano John McLaughlin Still That's has more in the league Than Alan McGregor huh? That Producer Andy's Look at me He's adamant in there And he sent me the screenshot From the SPFL website I actually can't believe that So what is it 8? 7 or 8? Eight? 8 Yeah Well it makes sense doesn't it Because what are we on to now 14 or 15? Yeah, yeah. McGregor's still on 6 In the league According to producer Andy Just blame him Um it would have, would have been fine anyway Because you both an- answered the same So it wouldn't have altered What is the final score of St Mirren's match Against Aberdeen It was one all Hugh Keevans just rubbing a bit of salt Into the wounds Five for him And it was just a two I'm afraid Kieran. We tried our best to cheer you up But we couldn't do it No, no problem Thanks for the chance guys good, good man Great Bye, to Kieran. speak to you That was Kieran In East Kilbride There we go Solid victory for you For Larrock 1967 I really am an old codger Oof, thank God you said Codger there <laughs> Well he's been called worse And that's just you In bet. here tonight You bet um, Celtic have just issued a statement Yes wow. We've got breaking news on the show At ten past seven And it's about Neil Lennon uh, Literally like Not, not dramatising this It's just popped up on my computer screen um, In light of the ongoing speculation Regarding the position of our football manager Neil Lennon The board of Celtic Football Club Wishes to make clear it's continuing support for Neil and his backroom team. The board recognises and understands the importance of winning the league championship this season and that, as Neil himself has made clear, recent performances as results have been disappointing. The board is committed to delivering success for Celtic supporters. Uh, this is quite long and uh, it's just appeared so I haven't had time to like pick out the best bits. Uh, I'll do my best. The board's carefully considered the current circumstances and the challenges, pressure on the management, players to deliver 10 in a row... Um, it's important to continue to operate according to our club's values The board has come to the conclusion Our collective objective is best served by continuing to support Neil and his team As they seek solutions Neil has the support of the players and the staff He understands the pressure He's got an outstanding record as a manager, captain and player He knows what it takes to be successful at Celtic My goodness, this is too long for live radio isn't it? Um, while it's been suggested that it's time for a change At this stage uh, the board believes Neil's team are best placed to turn around the performances Lead us to success They work closely with him uh, Progress will be reviewed in the new year In other words, after they play Rangers at Ibrox in the 2nd Second, of January yeah. uh, So if uh, Celtic take a sore one at Ibrox uh, Then it will be reviewed then But by then, it's too late already For me, it's too late already mm. However, if Celtic uh, go to Ibrooks and take a, a sore one from Rangers, it really is all over bar the shouting and there'll be plenty mm. of shouting. However, they've made their stance. The only part of it that I take issue with is to say that, the, that their interests are best served by continuing to support Neil Lennon. And then, on the other hand... They're not saying January 2nd But they mean January 2nd Because if Celtic lose heavily to Rangers Of course the pressure intensifies But they have made their position known They now as a board and as a chief executive They now stand or fall by that decision Crystal clear Gordon They're sticking by their man You know you look at all the majority of our callers In the show today out with Mary um, most of them want Neil removed. Mm. Uh, so listen, we know going forward where where they stand. Celtic. There, there is, the, you know, there is still support out there for Neil Lennon. Clearly yeah. on Twitter, naturally, um, a lot of calls coming through 
I'm not happy But big news tonight Regarding Neil Lennon Breaking news Live on the show That Celtic have issued a statement They are Undeniably backing Neil Lennon Leaving no room for any doubt Backing him Backing his team Acknowledging that things are tough But backing him to turn it around And they say That progress will be reviewed In the new year Mark As a Celtic fan in Hamilton How do you feel Hearing that tonight? I nearly broke my dinner up Gordon Excuse me But My God Is that no shameful? Absolutely disgusted Listen to that They're a They're a bored They're absolutely A business oh. What can I say I've lost that The anger thing We're all talking about all night It's gone But when I hear that It brings it back But um, It's really shameful I'm actually sitting there And I'm watching Neil Lennon I'm cringing for him now When he's doing the interviews After games I'm actually cringing And laughing at him He's that bad What type of dinner Did you nearly bring up? Um. I'm not telling you Gordon <laughs> uh, Right see, on, a, on a serious note what You've used some Pretty strong language there um, Just to To try and explore that A bit further Is it Whilst you might not agree Is it not At least um, I'm trying to find the right word Is it not at least Decisive that the Celtic board Have come out And they've been clear And they're trying to communicate And they're trying to Knock it on the head You're not taking Any positives from this at all Gordon What positives can you take For that any any true Celtic supporter watching what we've been watching now for a few months is come on, we can you put positive? You tell me a positive you can take it of watching Celtic at the moment. Well, I mean, Hugh, we we do take our football seriously. We've got people are bringing up their dinner at the the, the prospect of the manager staying in place. Um, I don't know uh, what well, do you make of it. Um, Mark speaks, I think, for the majority of Celtic supporters. Uh, you know. They say the club that their interests are best served by continuing to support Neil. That's fine. That is their stance. It is a stance that is not shared by the majority of the club supporters. And they are also, in so many words, directing you towards the new year. And when they say new year, they mean January 2nd at Ibrox. Because for a long number of years... Rangers were Celtic's plaything. They would go to Ibrooks and score five goals and wrap a Celtic scarf around a goalpost, etc., etc., etc. Now, Rangers have waited a long time to get back at Celtic for all of that. Now, if they take it out in Celtic on the 2nd of January, Mark and every other Celtic supporter will blame whoever is responsible for that statement for allowing it to go that far without changing anything and will then stand back and watch what the board do about it if Celtic lose and badly at Ibrooks. That's what this statement tonight is all about. It's a holding exercise. Mark, how do you feel then about the prospect of Neil Lennon taking that team up until then and taking the team to Ibrooks at the start of the new year? Well, there's nothing we can do about it now, Gordon. We just need to accept that that's what's going to happen after that. It's come out tonight there and now, you know. Not a thing. We can just sit there and... It's just that laughable, it really is. I really cringe for the lad now because, uh, as they all said, if you're then in a bit of a laddie cell with a chucked it there, but really is bad. I'm, I'm going to ask Ali. Ali he's not going to, change. Neil Lennon's been a scrapper his old days. He's not going to walk away. I think he regretted going away in the first instance. He's got an opportunity to come back. He's not the type of character to walk away. It's not in his nature to walk away. For me, it's the board that have to make that decision for him. Uh, because you know it, He thinks he can turn it round And I agree with you Watching Neil Do the press conferences Is becoming more and more difficult uh, You know I know him well uh, You know he's supported My local charity as well 
Um, but to see him in the manner regurgitating the same uh, stuff week after week is becoming more and more difficult. And for the board to support him, I can I, I can sense that you know from the, the feeling of the callers. There'll be people out there going, I can't believe that. Now, as you said, we're going to have to accept it. I, I don't see where the, the Celtic yeah. fans can go for there. Is that is that also what this is about then, Mark? Because the, the game's come thick and fast. Is this about trying to convince the Celtic fans that, you know, we, we can't keep doing this every week. We can't keep having, you know, dis- draw or defeat at the weekend, more fans outside the stadium. Same thing the following week, more fans outside the stadium. Do you think this will have any impact, Mark? Will the Celtic fans, even though... They don't agree with the 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 what's the word I'm looking for the sentiment of the statement. Will this be enough to to change things for the next couple of months? Do you think? Listen, Gordon. It won't matter what happens. Is that what I'm saying? If the Celtic supporters are going to accept it, now that's the bottom line. They've come out with that statement tonight. They've made the statement. Quite happy keeping mm-hmm. Neil Lennon. He's really. The lad must be under so much stress. It must be hard yeah. to believe when you watch him. Really. But, but, you do forget that that, that human element. You and he, he'll have a family, and yeah. they're in the city, and all the rest of it. It is a it's a big statement, isn't it? Because now I, I appreciate this might not be the case, and Celtic might win all the games, but it could be a heavy defeat to Lille, and then it could be yeah. it could be dropped points again. And is it Kilmarnock at home this weekend? It is. It is. Yeah. If and nothing will be done about it, presumably. No, no, no. No, it, it doesn't matter now. If Celtic lose 5-0 to Lille And lose 3-0 to Kilmarnock on Sunday It doesn't matter The board have assured Neil Lennon That for the remainder of 2020 He's in charge uh, But they've thrown in the caveat We'll look at it early in the new year In other words the second day Of the new year uh, So if this statement was designed To placate the Celtic support Then Mark is telling you in graphic terms it does not placate him. Yeah, and, and I'm seeing that on Twitter. There's, there are some. Andy McKenzie says quite simply, "We're a joke." Um, but Third Frame says, "Good, strong statement." Now the team has to back Lenny and start winning. Well, well the there's team, a bit. Sorry, Hugh. There's uh, a little bit more substance to the the statement tonight than there was last week. I think it was about wishy washy. Uh, the statement they brought two statements out last week. One about the behaviour, but one in general saying, "But it's more." Emphatic about backing the manager This statement Yeah The statement last week From Peter Lowell About showing Strength in adversity That for me Was never A rallying call For unity That for me Was an appeal For calm After what had been Taking place In and around the ground And tonight's statement If it's intended To placate The Celtic supporters Then it will not Placate the majority um, Mark, now that I've given you a bit of time to, to let the dinner settle Do you think this has anything to do I've had loads of tweets along these lines Is this the Celtic board doubling down Because they don't want to be seen to, to bow to the pressure of the fans I hear a lot of that Or I see a lot of it in social media Is that something you buy into? It looks like it, Gordon, yeah, definitely What happened last week Which shouldn't have happened And it happened again last night But you can't... It, it, you can't blame the supporters because, they, as you said, we've said it for weeks now. Nobody's in the ground now. Lennon wouldn't have been there. But, um, aye, we're just going to have to settle for going to Ibrox in the second of January. But it's really poor that we've got to sit and watch that team. No way they're going to drag themselves to do anything. The, 
There has been a development, there's a statement about Neil Lennon and it's an emphatic backing uh, of the manager from the Celtic board. How do you feel about that? We're going to speak to Billy, who's a Rangers fan, very soon as well. But some things, and I don't say this lightly, some things are more important than football. What a weekend we had trying to raise money for cash for kids in the sports auction. And all of last week, culminating on Saturday, we ran an un. Believable competition Alex Ray To win a holiday To Barbados For a fiver All you had to do Was donate your fiver To Cash for Kids You were in the draw Then you could be off To Barbados We Could not stop Going on about it On Saturday yeah, And rightly so Coconut Beach Resort <sighs> we, we were looking at The pictures uh, Whoever's actually won this Is in for a real treat It looks sensational Yeah And for a fiver It's the steal of the century <laughs> Shall we find out Go Why for not? it Go for it <laughs> For kids, mission Christmas. Hello. Hello, it's Gordon Duncan from Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Who's this? Kieran. Kieran, how's it going? What have you been up to? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing football manager right now. <laughs> oh, football. Who's your team? I've started a new one in Celtic. <laughs> You're trying to do better than the current team? Um, I'm looking lately to secure the 10, so I'm just trying to live in that one. Well listen, judging by some of our calls tonight uh, I think uh, you might be putting your, your CV in If the position comes available <laughs> um, Kieran, I won't keep you much longer I'll let you get back to your, your, your big football manager game Did you happen to enter any of our competitions over the weekend? I did I got the Harold Bratback answer In the second half teaser Right, okay, second half teaser Anything else? Yeah, uh, no no, second half teaser. You didn't. You didn't text in for the oh, the auction. I, I did. You text in for the auction. What What was that prize again? Remind me. It was a trip to Barbados. It was. A, that's right. Seven night holiday for two uh, at the Coconut Beach Resort in Barbados. Kieran, how good would that sound? By the way, Kieran, I was out putting my Christmas lights up today. My hands were freezing. It was absolutely Baltic. How good would a trip to Barbados be? That would be amazing. Well, Kieran, you are going to find out. I'm delighted to tell you, Kieran, the holiday is yours. My God, thank you. That is amazing. Unbelievable. I am so jealous of you, Kieran. Tell us a bit more about you. Where are you from? I'm from Bishop Briggs. Bishop Briggs. How old are you, Kieran? You sound quite a young man. I'm 21. 21 and off to Barbados. My goodness, Kieran, who are you going to take with you? Because Hugh Evans, he's got his man Keeney looked out. He fancies it. I don't know if you've got someone else in mind. Oh, God, I don't know. This will be a tough decision You have to pick between one of the boys and the family But it might have to be the family You are going to be the most popular guy this Christmas, Kieran An unbelievable prize Full breakfast, return economy class flights from Glasgow or Edinburgh Transfers between the airport in Bridgetown and the hotel resort Coconut Beach Resort in Christchurch, Barbados Kieran, it looks unbelievable I am so jealous Listen to that, you must be buzzing Um, on a second Can't believe it what about that, Hugh Keevans? You got listen, the man looked out? Listen, he's 21. He needs a grander figure. He needs a grander there with him. Just to make sure he doesn't get straying into areas where he shouldn't go. I am available. Honestly, I am so happy for Kieran. He was he was pretty speechless, quite shy, yeah. and uh, uh, honestly, it's Alex, tremendous. unbelievable. What a dilemma! Oh, I might take one of the family. Or one of the boys take one of the boys. Kieran, <laughs> you're only a winner. Can I just thank you all for taking part in this? I am delighted, yeah. blown away. I can't. Even, 
it's not ideal for a radio presenter to be lost for words, but but seriously, that competition alone raised sixteen thousand pounds for Remarkable. vulnerable children right here in our communities that really need your help this Christmas. They really, really need your help. Add that to the £51,000 that we raised on the sports auction on Saturday And well, your arithmetic can keep up with that sixty-seven grand, Hugh Plus yeah. other Cash for Kids ventures that have been going on Really, really hon- honoured to be a part of it So, mm. so thankful to all of you who contributed The children in Glasgow and the West will be eternally grateful If you can get fun out of something that is tragic And having to raise money for children who might not have something warm to eat in wintertime is tragic But if you can have fun doing it When we've had fun doing it And thank you to everyone Kieran included Who put in their fiver for that trip to Barbados And the, those who also took care of all of our prizes on Saturday Right, back to pretending that football is the most important thing in the world We'll get back to it next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Ah, Barbados, eh, Hugh Evans. We're even get, we're, we're we're getting offers in already. Oh. Yeah, I must say that it's been it's been lively on Twitter straight away. S Miss Miller doesn't miss a beat. Does Kieran have a bird? She says. Oh. She's trying to throw her hat in the ring uh, for the trip to to Barbados. Um, Hugh Evans, Mankini's trying to get there as well. Uh, and Curious Creature says, "Well done to the winner. The sun, the sand, the sea. Never mind. I had to go. A week in soul coats now for me." He says, <laughs> I, go. "I love soul coats. So I'll I'll go as well." Right back to the phone lines very soon. Billy's been hanging on for quite some time. Celtic fans, it, there's been a development tonight, and it's a statement backing Neil Lennon. What do you make of it? I thought we were going to get round to hearing from Stephen Gerrard. I thought we were going to get round to talking about the. World Cup draw for Scotland And we still might But it's looking increasingly more difficult Judging by these phone lines Right Your teaser is this topical as well How quick is this one Given the World Cup draw Can you name the last three Danish internationals To play for Celtic And the last three to play for Rangers So we're looking for six in total Thank you Thank you very much To Graham and Barhead For sending this in If there's any problem with the question You you blame Graham Loudrop yes Um V-Korst No not the la- He wasn't in the last three For Celtic El Yunusi He's Norwegian So that's problematic Thought that <laughs> Born in Morocco though So I can see Where you're coming from Sort of no. I'm trying to think um... Alright we'll leave it there You've only got six We're looking for the last three Danish internationals To play for Celtic And the last three For Rangers Six in total Let's bring in Billy uh, Billy you've been hanging on For quite some time Whilst you've been on the line Celtic have issued a statement Backing Neil Lennon As a Rangers fan How do you feel hearing that? I think it's uh, good to see Somebody being loyal to the manager And do you say that with your tongue Planted firmly in your cheek Or are you being serious? I'm being serious Be loyal to the manager Right, okay So, Gordon, Gordon can I say this? Mm-hmm. I know a guy that knows you And said you're a really good guy by the way Oof well, listen, is it my dad by any chance? He'd be the only one that would give that praise. No, no, no. It's, but somebody said Gordon's a really, He's really good guy. Oh, try my best, Billy. I, I, I'm a bit worried in case there's, there's, a, there's a joke coming uh, here or a but. There, but there is no joke. Oh, magnificent. Look at that. It's not often that mean. happens. Anyway, Billy, right, seriously, as a Rangers fan, how are you feeling about life at the moment? Uh, I think we're doing well. I think we're mentally in the right place. I think it's taking the time that I thought it would take Stephen Gerrard to do 
And yes, I'm comfortable. What do you make of the game yesterday? As, as things have been in the last few weeks, Rangers win routinely, Billy, and then Celtic can't do their part. So the Rangers game tends to get over overlooked. You know that that's just the way it works at the moment. What did you make of the game yesterday? I I thought it was a tough game that when teams sit in, we struggle a wee bit. I think Kima Rufford gave us something different. Uh, the role that Alfredo Morales is playing has gave us something different, and I think that's what's making the difference. Alex, oh, you were there. You made yeah. it back five minutes before the show started tonight. Um, what did you make of it? Yeah, listen, I think uh, the first half was a bit trickier. You know, they weren't playing with the same intensity. But as the game wore on, gone, they steamrolled them. James Tavernier's bombing forward, Bassey on the other side. Uh, and I just look at Kmar Roof, you know, he, he started very well. I think it's eight goals. Um, you know, it's just wave after wave after wave, and they're controlling the game, uh, and they can afford to bring on players of substance as well. When I mean, you've got guys like Jermaine Defoe, the, the impact he has on his 800 game gone, which is a, a, just astonishing. We uh, couldn't no. believe, like genuinely couldn't yeah. believe that stat. Then we had to keep checking, but yeah, then his England caps and his 800 appearances. Yeah, he's, he's been prolific throughout his career, Gordon. Uh, he's a model of consistency. But um, again, you have to say about Steve Davis, he continues to impress at his age, his appetite for the game. I just think Rangers are in a very good place. And if, if for the Rangers fans out there, you know, they don't want to get ahead of themselves. They're trying to take it game by game because of the experiences over the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I think they're going along very, very nicely. I think it's 21 wins and, and four draws. Mm. You know, the clean sheet uh, statistics beyond belief as well. So all the statistics, everything bodes well for, for Rangers going forward. I mean, Hugh, you're a big picture man. I get that from you on, on the show. You like the, the, the drama. You like what, what all this stuff means. But that Stephen Davis pass even caught yeah. your eye. You were particularly yeah. um, happy with that yesterday. Yeah, I just think, uh, you know, the, for the delicacy of touch, to see the big picture at the same time and to have the delicacy of touch to just thread that ball through to uh, James Tavernier, yeah. Across the face of goal Kamar Roof uh, Who is now Up to full speed And up to full fitness And will score many more goals um, At the moment Rangers can do no wrong And Celtic can do nothing right And that's why things are the way they are At the moment uh, The Celtic board believe that In the fullness of time Neil Lennon will reverse That summary of events but at the moment mm. Rangers are just flying Yeah Billy It looks like Judging by the Celtic statement tonight It looks like Neil Lennon's been given Until that, that Rangers game At Ibrox early in the new year um, How are you feeling about that? You must be confident As things stand I'm confident But can I just throw One statement That's nothing to do with football My son got married there Last week uh, To his wee Beautiful wife Maria And it was under Covid And we only 20 people there and nobody was there And I would just like to say They're the most beautiful Coolest couple That I know Can I throw that out there? You can no, Congratulations to the happy couple Right But on, on the Celtic thing Without being Repeating myself Because I've said it I think there's a complacency I think the witch hunt To remove Through competition Has been nothing but Self-glorifying success in the attempt to build a false castle, they've built it in sands, and now it's crumbling, which was always going to happen. We took our medicine. We went down. We were eight years. This is a report of eight weeks. We never chased buses. That's all I'm saying. 
I'm, I'm not really sure I follow any of that about castles and buses. And well, I think the overall point is the, Billy's having the, a, a bit of a dig at Celtic fans who are wanting to chuck the toys or chuck the towel in already and saying, look what we did. Yeah, we used to buy. I mean, yeah. th- there were a few peaks and troughs along the way over those eight years, Alex. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, well, the thing is, I've obviously removed several managers as well, and, uh, you know, they obviously kind of voiced their concerns at that time. And, uh, Listen, I don't, no point in looking back. I think it's important to focus on the here now. Try and focus on the the, the good progress that Rangers have actually the, made. The rivalry in this city is basic. Very, very basic. Rangers have waited 10 years for this moment. And Billy and the Rangers supporters are going to celebrate like there's no tomorrow. It would be the same if the boot were on the other foot. That's simply the way it is here. Rangers fans can't wait until the title is Assured, confirmed And then they will have a monumental celebration And the Celtic fans will just have to mm. suck it up uh, There was a, a serious moment within that Ross County game Stephen Gerrard uh-huh. um, not too happy He says his players were unhappy At an alleged slur used by Michael Gardine yesterday The Rangers boss says the language Gardine is accused of using Has no place in the game I only heard what my players were saying they heard That wasn't good That's what I can say um, I think this is a situation for Stuart Kettlewell and Ross County to deal with and the officials. But what my players were saying they heard uh, shouldn't be heard on a football pitch. That's all I'm going to say on it. It's not my business to go down there, but I'll be interested to see how it's dealt with by the opposition. I wanted to know if the referee heard what my players heard. He said he never. So we, we moved on and, and you know from there I just went and done my half-time teak talk and focused on the game. But what was apparently said doesn't belong on a football pitch. Well, look, there's no place for it. Uh, there's campaigns for this t- type of stuff to be eradicated out of the game and we want to be at the forefront in terms of backing these campaigns. But, um, as I say, this wasn't one of my players, so it's not really for me to deal with. It's for it's for Ross County and the officials to deal with moving forward. But, you know, we'll continue to, to back every campaign if it makes the game better. And all of us, Stephen Gerrard included, will have to wait until Ross County conclude their investigation. So... Um, we'll wait until that happens But as I said in yesterday's programme At the time of the incident Roy McGregor at Ross County Is a man of the highest integrity mm. And he won't want any mud Attached to his club's name So he will get to the bottom of it And the appropriate mm. action will be taken Yeah, I mean, lots of speculation yeah. The social media age is terrible for it, Alex People, I don't know why they're so desperate To know exactly what the word was Or you know, yeah. t- take it from from the people involved that the accusation is a serious one. I noticed STV tonight are reporting that the Scottish FA is going to investigate claims of a homophobic slur yeah. uh, during Ross County v Rangers. So there there, there will be um, an investigation from Ross County from yeah. the Scottish FA by all accounts, and and then we find out if guilt is is there or yeah, not. Of course, I think it's important to just take a step back, let the process take its course, Gordon. I, I'm aware of the word that was actually used and the, the counter word that was supposed to have been said by the player in, in question. So I think it's important to let the, uh, the football uh, authorities deal with this. And, and as, as Hugh said, Roy McGregor, uh, they're, they're, it's a brilliantly run club up there and he wouldn't want that if that was the case. Mm. But we have to step back and just let the, it take its course. Tom is a Celtic fan from Possel. Tom, the previous Celtic fan said he nearly brought up his dinner when he heard that Celtic had issued a statement backing Neil Lennon. I don't know if it's had quite that effect on you, but what did you make of it hearing that tonight? Uh, I've just sunk a double espresso and I'm wired to the moon. But, but listen, what, what, 
what the Celtic board is doing is criminal. It's shocking. I mean, well, the whole point, I mean, Celtic fans, like myself, have been saying and seeing what we're seeing on the pitch. We're saying this isn't acceptable as standards as a Celtic team. What was the phrase they've used before? We don't do jerseys to shrink. Well, they must have put them on a tumble dryer at 100 degrees because these jerseys have shrunk or the players have shrunk. The, the, the board does not get the minerals to come out and stand and say, make a proper decision. Neil Lennon, 20 years on the clock as of yesterday when he walked through the door. I mean, the, the clock ticked out long ago. And the fact that the board are in denial is seriously serious. I mean, I've known for so long that the board and Peter Lawwell has been going the wrong way. I said something last week, you didn't appreciate it, I'll, I'll keep away from that, but over 30 million, over 17 years that Mr Lawwell's taken out, and to issue a statement like that, when the Celtic, I mean the whole point for Celtic fans to say, you know, why don't we get rid of Neil Lennon just now, why don't we, I was saying last week, why he should walk, if he didn't, he'd no shame about him, because for him to stick about, and, and for the board not to act, as, as I said, it's that, it's criminal, because the whole point of, getting fresh blood in is these players are not playing for them everybody can see that since the Ferenc Varos game when he slambasted the players at that point the alarm bells were ringing and he should well from then onwards now we're handing it over to Rangers in a way that is absolutely criminal I mean Celtic fans should be appalled but I mean Celtic fans have got a passion that they're not seen being matched by the board by Peter Lawwell because they're, they're, they're not there's a disconnect and it's going to become harmful as many fans. Mary, who was on, she's a quite of the contrarian uh, because many Celtic fans, the majority, 99% are out there. And it's not about, I mean, withholding your money. I've withheld my money to Peter Lawwell for the last eight years uh, because of his actions previously. But, and and I've, not, I've, I've had the opinion he's not had the minerals to be there for, for a long time. And the fact he's taken the wage out, this statement only underlies what uh, many Celtic fans have been feeling that these people are in the wrong and to make a decision like this to keep Neil Lennon when the players are not playing for the manager. The players are not playing for the manager. What point do you not understand, Mr Lawwell? What point do you not understand, Ian Bank here? Dermot Desmond, your son, what are you playing at? Because the, the, the bottom line is we've got a chance. There's still a chance. Rangers fold. Hugh, you said the other day uh, about the, the proof that we're Celtic, how we can turn it around. We went in the distance. Rangers haven't went in the distance. Now, the fact that Celtic are washing their hands and saying, oh, we'll go this way, we're giving more, you know, we're, we're putting up without a fight. This demeans what's happened over the last nine years. If we give this up so meekly in such a haphazard fashion, in a way where the fans are crying out and saying, no, let's change it now. Let's give ourselves a proper chance because the players are not playing. Neil Lennon, Neil Lennon's aggressive attitude, his, his lack of training, he gave them four days off after the defeat a few days ago, the transfer policy from Blawwell has, has been a shambles. He's been putting in puppet people, uh, subservient to him. The whole thing from top to bottom is a shambles. Dermot Desmond, you need to get a grip. I mean, as, as far as I'm concerned, that statement is a declaration of war against the Celtic fans. They're urinating against your trousers, Celtic fans. The board have took your money and they've, they've thieved it for the entire, well, for me for the last nine seasons. You've, give, you've gave your money to Peter Lawwell for him to treat you this way and to say, oh no, just shut up Celtic fans, shut up, sit in the way in the corner. Celtic dads unite, get out there and do something because the club has been ransacked for leeches and thieves. Um, uh, I, I would just tone down your language a little bit on that. I don't, I don't think that's appropriate, so you'll take that back. I think um, I think Tom's a bit unhappy, Hugh. Right, I think 
you have to be very careful for legal reasons. Uh, you cannot accuse the Celtic board of being thieves. So last week I asked Tom to withdraw a word. Uh, I'll withdraw it for him fine, this time. I've covered that. Also, the the question of it's criminal. There is no criminality attached to employers backing an employee. Uh, if that is the Celtic decision, that is the Celtic decision. Tom said he wanted a proper decision. In the eyes of the Celtic board, that is a proper decision. It's not a decision that uh, appeals to Tom, not a decision that will appeal to many thousands of Celtic supporters, but it is their decision. And at such time when you can say that decision was absolutely wrong, then the the floor is yours on this programme. But... For the time being, they have taken a proper decision that they want to keep Neil Lennon in post. And that, I repeat, mm. is not a criminal act. I think it was probably just a phrase that is criminal rather than an actual accusation. Um, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that. My hunch is that Tom thinks it's the wrong decision, Alex. Something's telling me he's not happy about it. I think before he comes back on the show, stick out, stay away for the double espressos. I was saying, take a breath there. You know, he was. Everyone was getting it. He's absolutely right. There is a disconnect. You can see in Tom's passion there. He has had a go at the manager. He's had a go at the board. He's had a go at the owner. Um, and and that, I think that is a general feel a lot of the Celtic fans. And I think the statement tonight to back the manager to the turn of the new year has really mm. got people going, Gordon. Tom, get yourself on the decaf. That was Tom in Postle. Right, we'll get the answers to your teaser and more calls next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. <laughs> Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here. It's getting a bit manic out there, Hugh oh, Evans. Oh, well. Yeah, I think we, we needed we needed the break. Um, I must admit, right? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We're nearly done for tonight. It's absolutely flown by, mm. um, but we're back tomorrow and the next day and the next day and on we go. So there'll be plenty of time for you to get your opinions in. This question on your teaser tonight: You're looking for the last three Danish internationals to play for Celtic and the last three to play for. Rangers very topical because of the draw today for the World Cup qualifiers. The only one you've got so far is Loudrop. Loving Krantz. Yes. Um, Flo. He's Norwegian. Um, Bo Anderson. No. Oh. Uh, Hugh. Hugh, what have you got for Zee? Nothing on Celtic. No, I was going to say oh. I think he's Swedish. Isn't he? he is Swedish. There yeah. is a. There's one that's not that we're not going too far back. We're only going back a couple of seasons for the most recent one. And then there's one who is probably as well known for his antics off the field as he is for his his performances on it. I mean, good player by all means, but he's look, look, what about, uh, he's become Freddy quite the the character. Who was Freddy? No, he's, no, he's Swedish. Swedish. Um, yeah. Was Dirk Richter? No. Oh, it's it's the big it's the ball geezer. I was just going to say he's got the same haircut as you. Uh, the, the guy who went to Real Madrid. Oh, Gravison. Thomas yeah, Gravison. Tommy. Tommy Gravison. Uh, well done. Right. Three to get two. Celtic one Rangers. Let's take another call quickly. Uh, Jamie's in Kilbarkin. Um, Jamie, I hope you've not had any espresso. I hope you've kept your dinner down. Let's try and go. Let's, let's be a bit level headed. What's happening? I'll try and keep it, I'll try and keep it simple. <laughs> There's a, a, a point that no, nobody's kind of. Can I seem to have picked up on tonight? Is it the, the board is really 
really guilty of like, a kind of gross misconduct here. It's not just 10, like, 10's so important, right? That's gone now. Any Celtic fan can really say that's gone. That's out the window. But the board kept you when and employed players' values are different. You know, your Eddie was 30 million, blah, blah, blah. You're lucky if you get 15 for him now. 20 million spent on duds. I mean, <laughs> the, the value not qualifying for the Champions League, 19 million straight away, 1.5 billion for a win. A conservative estimate is between 50 and 70 million revenue lost in quarter of a season. I mean, seriously, so the board are guilty. How can a club lose that revenue 50 to 70 million conservatively? Factually correct. That is unbelievable gross mismanagement in a football club. But in terms of player valuations dropping, that's not factual at all, Jamie. But um, it's, it's Champions League. That's why I said player Jamie, valuation. Yeah. I didn't say Jamie, Champions League. Do you believe that Odson Edward has in any way contributed towards the the, the drop in value? Yes, but that's because he seems to be playing for a manager who just isn't getting the best out of a full team. So the players may be a wee bit responsible, the manager massively responsible. But when it he, also was comes... out, he was getting a tune out there, Eddie and Griff, at the end of last season when they were on fire. So there's something wrong with the management because you don't just yeah. suddenly turn into be a bad player I, overnight. I, I appreciate that, but players do have to take their share of the blame here. Edward has contributed towards the depreciation and value. To go out to Ferencvaros, players are partly responsible. To lose eight goals to Sparta Prague, home and away, players are partly responsible. I fully understand the manager goes to the head of the queue uh, in terms of the firing line. That's football. It will always be that way. But there are players there who are not not giving all that they can give. Half of the players, if you believe everything you read online or whatever, half the players don't want to be there anyway. So they're going to put in their transfer request come January, or they're going to want to go with the end of their contracts. That's extra revenue gone. Now, I'm not really, I'm, I'm saying I'm going on about revenue here, right? Because it's massive, massive amounts of money. But I'm really, I was concerned about 10 more, more than. But the ten's gone now. But so when you look at the bigger picture, it's gross mismanagement from a higher level. But also, but also, but also, and you're not willing to accept this. But if players are, to use an expression, swinging the lead so that they can get out of Celtic, surely that's their fault. But then surely they're not playing for the manager because there's something no right there. There's something no, no, no they're, right. They're, they're playing for themselves. They they want to get out of Celtic. And by not playing, as it were, they are playing for themselves. So it's the, it's a great debate, Alex, because it's the one thing you'll never really be able to prove. You can always watch, and there are loads of reasons why players don't play well. It was only one example, so I won't go over the over the top on it. But I remember yesterday, and I made the point: Odson Edward tracked a man all the way, right. all the way back to almost his own byline, and put a tackle. And I'll repeat it: I know it was just one incident, but based on that, I, I kind of thought, well. That's not the type of thing he usually does Is that a guy who doesn't want to be there? Is that a guy who's lazy? Maybe I'm putting too much emphasis on that that one occasion It's very difficult He clearly tracked back there And showed a, an appetite for that, Gordon But uh, the callers, uh, Jamie said The board, gross misconduct Whatever it was, misconduct Mismanagement, mismanagement think, yeah. Gross mismanagement The manager shouldn't be there The players are not playing for him And the players have regressed Now, he's asked uh, Collectively they are all in this together Celtic is the perfect storm right now People are unhappy with the way the club is being run That is clear 
They're unhappy with the manager And what he is or is not getting out of players That is clear The players in some instances Are not delivering all that they might deliver On behalf of the manager And their teammates and the club It is the perfect storm Right I think we'll have to leave it there I need to lie down if I'm being perfectly honest here Um you, you've got your Duracell battery powered You could keep going But I think we'll, I think we'll call it a day uh, And we'll be back tomorrow I, at 6 o'clock I have o'clock. my own antidote to all of this And I'll, I'll take care of that when I get home Right, okay um, What have you got on this teaser? Oh, this is murder um, Right, the Celtic one that's recent That I said you're not going far back Is a centre-back um, mm, That didn't help, did it? No, I've not got a clue I mean, it was quite relatively popular and the Celtic fans kind of liked him but then he didn't really take off he scored against Rangers at Hamden and was that the game that Rangers went on to win on penalties I think it was just a couple of seasons initials initials E S uh, Eric Yes Sviatchenko or something Sviatchenko right uh, what about bef- uh, we're going back a bit uh, where are we maybe the mid the, the first part of the 2010s He's a striker, I think the initials are TR. Thomas Rogni. He's Norwegian as well. Oh. <laughs> striker Rasmussen. Oh, hopeless he was. Uh, and the, the other Rangers one, I knew you would never get this. Um, Bartram. A, a goalkeeper. Bartram? No, goalkeeper, I don't even know who that is. And he only played a couple of times for Rangers back in early 2000s. Uh, initials, give me initials. <laughs> I'm giving you the initials for them all. Jai uh, C. Jesper Christensen There we go Thank you very much To all of you who called It was so so busy We'll do it again Tomorrow night At 6 o'clock We'll be back then Callum Gallagher is up next